0: Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Oh, it's living the life of Riley, and perhaps blue ribbon you call. Finest beer served anywhere, there's nothing like it at all. Oh, north or south or east or west, when Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. You're pouring a beer you know is best, so let the glasses clink. You're living the life of Riley, when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. At this very moment, Chester A. Riley is peering into a shop window in downtown Los Angeles. There's a furtive look about him. Quickly, he turns away and walks on. After a few paces, he stops, turns back, looks into the shop window again, glances nervously over his shoulder to make sure that he's unobserved. Then he turns up his coat collar to hide the lower part of his face, pulls his hat brim well down over his eyes. Then he edges carefully toward the door of the shop, takes a deep breath, and enters.
3: Yes? Can I help you?
4: Well, uh, the fact is, uh, well, I, I'm i not sure I'm in the right place. Well, what is it you're looking for? Well, uh, that sign you got outside, uh, anticipation shop. What does that mean? Well, we
3: have everything for the expectant mother.
4: Oh, huh, then I'm in the right place. <laughs> what is it you wish? Well, I'd like... Uh, do you have any men salesmen? No, I'm afraid not. Oh, well, uh, well, I'd, I'd like a dress. I see. You're expecting a baby? No, not me. My wife.
0: <laughs>
2: yes, at the moment, Chester A. Riley is expecting a baby. But oddly enough, his wife doesn't know the first thing about it. How this strange state of affairs came to pass is quite a tale. And it all began last Halloween Eve as the Rileys were returning from a party.
3: Every time we go out, you make a fool of yourself. Oh,
4: lay off, will you, Peg?
3: We'll never be invited to the Morrises again. I warned you not to wear that ridiculous costume.
4: What's wrong with my costume? Everybody said I was the spitting image of Mighty Joe Young.
3: (laughs) Mighty Joe Young. You looked like that gorilla all right, but you didn't have to act like him. Now,
4: Peg, please don't spoil the whole evening.
3: You weren't satisfied just trying to lift the piano. You had to go and lift up Mr. Morris's mother-in-law and swing from the chandelier.
4: Well, it ain't my fault they got cheap plaster in their ceiling. Anyway, the mother-in-law didn't get hurt. The chandelier came down on my head. Now, let's forget all about it. No harm done.
3: No harm done. You almost drowned, Mr. Morris. You had to go and land right on that barrel. Well, can I
4: help it if his head was in there bobbing for apples?
0: Why didn't you get up?
3: Didn't you realize Mr. Morris's head was underwater? I couldn't get up. I was
4: stuck in there.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought I'd die. Mr. Morris gurgling in there and you wedged in the top of that barrel yelling, Stand back, everybody. Give him air.
4: <laughs> I don't know why you're making such a fuss, Peg. After all, he didn't drown, did he? Well, no thanks to you. It was bad enough you got Morris into the barrel.
3: But afterwards, when we pulled him out and he's lying there on the floor choking and gasping, what possessed you to pick up that barrel and do what you did?
4: That is artificial respiration.
0: <laughs> you
3: roll him over the barrel. You don't roll the barrel over him. <laughs>
4: well, I got excited.
3: Oh, who asked you to interfere anyway? There was a doctor there, wasn't there?
4: No, oh, you have to show off.
3: You don't know the first thing about artificial
4: respiration. Peg, that ain't true. Didn't I take that life-saving course at the Red Cross last year?
3: Oh, you went to one class. You slept right through it.
4: No. <laughs> well, Peg, I'm going to take that course again, and this time I'll finish it. After what happened tonight, I realize how important it is to know life-saving. We'll be invited to other Halloween parties. <laughs> After our other friends hear about this Yeah, but Peg I won't oh, come in the house But Peg, I'm willing to take that life-saving course What's that got to
3: do with it? Oh, Riley, you missed the whole point of what I've been saying to you well, I give up, I'm going to bed No,
4: Peg, now no, wait a minute now. Oh, what is it? Well, just to show that there's no hard feelings Give me a kiss, huh?
3: A kiss? Yeah After what happened tonight, Mr. Riley You'll wait a long time before I kiss you Hmm
4: She'd never say that if I was really Mighty Joe Young.
3: Oh, now, don't be silly, Margie. It's no trouble at all. When are you planning to go to San Diego? Oh, you're not sure. Sure. Well, now, now, look, you'll probably have to change trains at the Union Station. So when you get into Los Angeles, you phone me and I'll go right down to the station and pick up the baby. Oh, nonsense, Margie. I'm only too glad to do it. It's only for three days. Now, look, dear, this call must be costing you a fortune, so we better say goodbye. Yes, yes, you call me. Uh, goodbye, dear. Was that long-distance, Mom? Yes, Margie Friedman's up in San Francisco. We're going to take care of her little baby for a weekend. What for? Well, Margie's husband, he's in the Navy, and he's sick in a hospital in San Diego, and she wants to visit him. She has nobody to take care of the baby. She's going to leave the baby with us on her way down to San Diego and then pick him up on her way back. I don't think Pop's going to like this. He's always complaining the baby across the street cries too much. Oh, all babies cry. Well, maybe we better not say anything about it. Once the baby's here, it'll be too late to argue about it. we tell him now, he'll only start fussing. Peg! Now, remember, Junior, don't say a word about this. Uh, Peg, I was... Uh,
4: who was that on the phone, Peg? A uh, phone? Yeah, phone. You, you were on the phone just now, weren't you? Uh, oh, oh, just a friend. Oh, nothing important. Uh, i got a feeling you're hiding something from me. Don't be silly. Don't you believe me? Oh, sure, sure. Junior, is your mother hiding something from me? <laughs> Twilight. Okay, okay. Well, I'm off to the Red Cross. The Red Cross? Yeah, for that life-saving course. I told you I'm taking it over again.
3: Oh, why bother? You'll never finish the course.
4: This time I will. I mean it. And it'll do me a lot of good, build up my muscles. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. All right, laugh. But you wait till next summer when I'm strutting up and down the beach with my bulging biceps... You know what everybody will be saying? Yes, yeah, there
3: goes mighty Joe Young. <laughs> now, you cut that out, Peg. <laughs> all right, all right. Go on to your class. I'll be home early. Good night. <laughs> Good night, dear. You think Pop will get wise Mom, about the baby? Peg,
4: are you sure you're not hiding something from me?
3: Now, Riley, would I lie to you?
4: Uh, no, no. You know I'm too smart for you.
0: <laughs>
5: and now we're going to take up the technique of burping the baby. This is something that all you expectant mothers and fathers tonight must learn. Uh, uh, no talking, please. If you have a question, raise your hand. I've usually found in these Red Cross classes that... Uh, excuse me. Uh, oh, uh, yes, what is it? Is this where the class on life-saving is being given? Uh, no. No, this is the class on the care of the infant. The life-saving class has been changed to room 203, one flight up. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, thank you.
0: <laughs>
5: well, to continue, most of you probably know that all babies swallow a considerable amount of air when they're fed. This creates a bubble in their stomach and causes acute discomfort. Sometimes, if they're getting the milk too quickly, they'll start to choke. And in either case, burping will relieve them. Now, the proper technique... Oh, excuse me. I didn't know the class started. Uh, Please take a seat. Yeah, sure. Uh, Now, now, as I was saying, to get the bubbles in the stomach up or to stop choking, the proper technique is to lift them up, place them over your right shoulder, and pat gently. (laughs) Lift them up?
4: Uh, do you have a question, sir? Yes, ma'am. Suppose they're too heavy to lift. <laughs> now, I think it's much easier when they choke and you roll them over a barrel. <laughs> well, I don't see what's so funny. I've tried it and it works. And that patting on the back, that don't do no good either. You've got to give them a real whack. <laughs> then you grab a hold of their tongue and you pull it so they don't swallow it.
5: Uh, mister,
4: uh, what is your name? Riley?
5: Well, uh, Mr. Riley, next time you come, would you please bring your wife?
4: What for? This ain't a woman's job. <laughs> well, what's the big joke? I didn't come here to be laughed at. A guy asks an intelligent question, everybody laughs.
0: <laughs> well,
4: if that's going to be your attitude, goodbye. Mr. Riley. I'm calling the whole thing off. <laughs> you... Oh, Oh, excuse oh. me, lady. Oh, sorry. I... Oh, it's you, Mr. Riley. Oh, oh, hi, Mrs. Simpson.
3: I haven't seen you in, Peg in ages. Were you just in there? Yeah. Are you taking that class, too?
4: Well, I, I was, but I don't really need it.
3: Yes, you're not exactly a beginner. But this is my first time, and it's all so new and exciting. Of course, these classes do take up a lot of time. And now that I've got a house and a husband to look after...
4: Yeah, you should have gone in for this sort of thing when you were single. <laughs>
0: You're very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.
4: (laughs) Wait a minute. What am I laughing at? I don't even get the joke.
3: Hello, Helen. Helen, this is Ethel. Have you seen Peg Riley lately? Well, did you know that she's going to have a baby? Yes. Yes. Don't tell me. It's not true. I got the information from a very reliable source. Her husband.
5: Hello, Jessica. This is Rebecca. I was just talking to Helen Simpson, and guess what? Peg Riley is going to have a baby. Oh, it's true, all right. I don't care if you did see her last week. Maybe she didn't care to tell you. Well, I know when I had my baby. Well, now listen. Helen got it from Ethel. And Ethel got it right from the horse's mouth. Mr. Riley.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: uh, I, I, I got to hang up now. There's somebody at the door. Bye. Mm-hmm. Huh, hello.
6: In- infant service.
5: Oh, oh, oh the diapers. Uh, just put them down here. Okay. Oh, say, say I got a friend who might be interested in your service.
6: Well, fine, if you'll give me her name.
5: Hmm. Mrs. Riley, 1313 Blue View Terrace, just a few blocks from here.
6: I'll drop by there right away. Thanks for the tip, ma'am. Are you sure nobody called while
3: I was out, Junior? Positive. Oh, thought Margie might have called from the station. I don't want to leave her standing there with the baby. Said she might be coming down this weekend. Hey, and hey, I- Watch it. Here's Pop. Uh,
4: uh, well, what's all the whispering about? What? Nothing. Something's going on in this house.
3: Oh, nonsense.
4: Well, there's an awful lot of whispering lately. Whenever I come in a room, my family stops talking. Oh. You're hiding something from me, and I want to know what it is.
3: Uh, Riley. Uh, uh see who's at the door. Yeah,
4: well, I don't like all this whispering going on every... Yeah?
6: Mr. Riley? Yeah? I'm from the infant service.
4: Infant service?
6: Yes, sir. Diaper Dan's the name. We supply sterilized diapers, and I was wondering if you'd
4: be in <laughs> I haven't worn those things in years.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, I know, but I understood. Look, we don't need them. We got no baby. But I was
6: told Mrs. Raleigh is expecting a baby. <laughs>
0: Thank you, baby.
6: <laughs>
4: Go on, somebody's pulling the wool over your...
0: <laughs>
4: or is it my eyes they're pulling the wool over? <laughs> who told you where did you hear this mrs barton rebecca barton yeah around the corner so that's what all the whispering a baby now our service is really the Look, would you come back tomorrow i'm busy now i got a personal matter to discuss with my wife a baby
3: that at the door.
4: Peg, why didn't you tell me? Tell you what? It's no use hiding it any longer. I know your little secret.
3: What are you talking about?
4: When's the baby coming?
3: Oh, so you did find out. Who told you?
4: Peg, why did you keep it a secret?
3: Well, I I, I didn't want you to know. You didn't want me to know? Well, you'd find out eventually. Well, naturally. I thought you'd be angry. Well, why should I be
4: angry? I love babies. It'll be wonderful.
3: I know, but we haven't had a baby around the house in
4: over 13 years. That's why it's wonderful. I'm tickled pink.
3: Well, that's a load off my mind. Oh,
4: Peg, I think I'll go out for a little walk.
3: Well, don't be late, dear. I'm starting to cook supper.
4: I won't. Now, you take it easy now.
0: Oh, baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby.
4: I'm gonna be a father. (laughs) A baby. I wonder if it'll be a he or a she. Oh, who cares as long as it's not a them. (laughs) A baby. It makes me feel as if Oh Hello there. Oh, hello, Mr. Morris. Well, how's mighty Joe Young? So you've heard the news too. Have a cigar.
2: Pabst Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of the life of Riley in just a moment. This is a Blue Ribbon country. Wherever you go, east, west, north, or south, you'll find Americans enjoying the good things of life. Yes, living the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. In a friendly neighborhood tavern in Youngstown, Ohio, a group of factory workers are relaxing from their day's labors. On the table are a half dozen bottles of their favorite beer, Pabst Blue Ribbon. In the ranch country of New Mexico... Cowboys, tired and thirsty from branding cattle, stand around their chuck wagon enjoying the same luxury. Chilled cans of the finest beer served anywhere. In Minneapolis, a young housewife shopping at the supermarket stops at the beer shelf and picks up a Pabst Blue Ribbon Handy Six Carton. Yes, this is a Blue Ribbon country, where millions of folks in every walk of life call for Pabst Blue Ribbon and will take nothing else. More of them in 1949 than ever before. You, too, can live the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why. You
0: hear it everywhere. Finest beer served anywhere. Thirty-three fine brews And that into one great
2: beer. And now, back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix with Paula Winslow and John Brown. And Riley is happy in the mistaken belief that his wife is expecting a baby.
6: Hey! Hey! Oh, Mom isn't
4: home. Oh, are you still up, Junior? Where's your mother? Oh, she went on bowling. Bowling?
0: <laughs> What's wrong?
4: At a time like this? Well, why not? It's not late. Wait.
0: <laughs>
4: oh, what do you know about it? You're just a kid. Uh, what are you doing up so late, anyway? I couldn't fall asleep. Well, you ruin your eyes on them comics. Now you go to sleep.
0: I just can't sleep.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you always did have trouble that way, even as a baby. I remember I'd have to sing you a lullaby every night. You did? Yeah, sure. I was pretty good at it, too. I guess I'll have to practice up again when the baby comes. (laughs) Hey. Hey, Junior, let me try singing you to sleep, huh? Are you kidding? No, no, no. Just just, just for the practice, I'll sit beside you on the couch here, huh? Oh, no, Pop. I guess you wouldn't want to get in my lap, huh? Pop. No, I guess you wouldn't. Well, uh, it doesn't matter. Let's see now. Uh rock a baby, on the treetop.
5: Cut it out, when Pop. When the
4: wind blows, the cradle will rock. <laughs> Just like old times. If the bow breaks, the cradle will fall.
3: Lay off, Pop. If my gang heard about this, I'd be...
4: And down will come baby, cradle and all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
3: Pop, wake up. (laughs) Wake up, Pop. You're sitting on my book. Wake up.
1: Hello there. Anybody home? Who's there? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly (laughs) undertaker. I was passing by and heard what sounded like a banshee wailing, so I came in.
0: I can't wake Pop up.
1: It's a good thing I dropped in.
0: Maybe you can wake him up, Mr. O'Dell.
1: Well, it's a little out of my line, but I'll try. (laughs) Riley. Riley, wake up, man. Huh? What? Oh! Oh, it's you, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. (laughs) Pardon my shouting, but you're a sound sleeper. Yeah, when I sleep,
4: I'm dead to the world.
1: Please, let's not talk shop.
4: (laughs) I'm here on another matter. Oh, oh, Junior, are you still up? Now,
1: you go to bed right away. Go okay, on. Pop.
5: Good night, Mr. O'Dell. Good night, Good night,
1: son. As I was saying, would you like to buy some tickets for the U.E.P.S.D.? U.E.P.S.D.? The Undertaker's Embalmers and Paul Bearer's Square Dance.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. Oh, you'll adore it, Riley. We're expecting a big crowd. We undertakers really pack them in.
4: Well, it, it sounds great, Digger, but I, I really can't afford it. You see, we're expecting an addition to the family.
1: No. Well, yeah. My heart is felicitation. I just found out about it today. Am I excited? Naturally. I recall how excited I was when my wife told me that I was soon to become a proud papa. I couldn't work. I even forgot my appointments. That was the first time that I ever stood up a customer. Yeah, I'm all excited, and I'm very happy, but,
4: but at the same time, I'm a little worried. Babies cost money, and well, things are a little tough with me, Dick. Why don't
1: you hit your boss for a race?
4: Uh, <laughs> don't make me laugh.
1: Hasn't he got the money? My boss has loaded. Well, you tell him from me you can't take it with you, and I can prove it. The way my
4: boss loves money, if he can't take it with him, he won't go.
1: Would you care to bet? Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off.
4: Hey there, Riley. Oh, hello, Mr. Stevenson. How are you, boss? Want a lift, Riley? Yeah, thanks. Hop in. thanks. Oh, say, this is a new Hudson, huh? Yeah, I really didn't want to
6: buy it this year, but you know how it is in my circle, Riley. If you don't get a new car every year, and if your wife doesn't get that mink coat, they start raising the eyebrows. Big headache.
4: Yeah, I'm lucky. I don't have that kind of trouble. My trouble is... you smoke cigars, Riley? Oh, yeah, sure.
6: They have a great little gadget, these new cars, right there. Takes the cellophane off, cuts the end off, and lights it.
4: Does it give cigars, too? Huh? Oh,
6: forgive me. Here, help yourself. <laughs> oh, Thanks.
4: Now, like I was saying, boss... My trouble Still is... Still live at the same place, Riley? What was that now? Blue View, uh... Terrace, uh, yeah, 1313. Now, my trouble House is... How's the family? That's my trouble. I'm glad I ran into you like this. I was trying to get in to see you all afternoon. I was tired of... Uh, pretty busy, huh, Mr. Stevenson? Making a lot of money these days, huh? <laughs> uh. Well, my trouble is... Well, uh... I gotta have a raise, please. Now, Riley... Oh, no, I got a good reason. You see, we're expecting a baby. Yes, a baby, and you know another mouth to feed, and if the kid takes after me, it'll be a pretty big mouth. Well, <laughs> so, boss, ain't you gonna congratulate me?
6: Riley, I've got a pretty good memory. I think it was a year ago Christmas. You came to me for a raise, and you told me then you were going to have a baby. But you didn't. No, well, I I lied to you. Then but... I think it was the following Easter you came to me, and again you said you were going to have a baby.
4: Well, I lied to you. And only last summer. You I told lied me... to you, but this time I'm telling the truth. A baby's really underway, and my wife is a witness. <laughs>
6: Next time, think up a new one. Now, boss,
4: you've got to believe
6: me. There's your house, I think. Yeah, now
4: listen, boss. <laughs> Good
6: night, Riley. But this
4: time I ain't lying. I'm tr- Look, if you don't believe me, come in the house and ask my wife. She'll tell you. Now, Riley, that. oh, all right. If I'm lying this time, you can fire me. Don't worry, I will.
0: Uh... <laughs>
3: Egg. Hi, Pop. Oh, hello, Mr. Stevenson.
4: How are you, Sonny? Uh, Junior, where's your mother? Oh,
3: uh, she left an hour ago. Here's a note.
4: What note? Sorry, had to leave without making supper. Baby arriving at 6 p.m.
3: I <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, see, it's 6 15 now. But the baby? The baby! It's here! And you wouldn't believe me! The baby! Take it easy, Riley. Yes.
6: Mr. Riley, I'm from the diaper service. Oh,
4: you're just in time. I'll take a dozen. There, you see, boss, I wasn't lying. I apologize. Oh, wait, my wife, wonderful. At a time like this, she worries about my supper. The baby's due today and... Today? What's today's date? November? Uh, well, there's something wrong. Qu- quick, boss, drive me to the hospital.
3: Wait, Pop, not the hospital. Mom went to the Union Station. Okay, boss, the Union
4: Station?
0: <laughs> union Station?
3: <laughs> I
4: wanted to have a doctor, not a red cap. Wait a minute. Let me think. I, I'll get this in a minute. Oh, I, I, hello, Riley. Pe- oh, Mr. Stevenson. Pe- Peg, where did you get that baby?
3: Why, you know, it's Margie Friedman. Isn't he an angel?
4: Well, Riley. Now, look, boss, I, I didn't know. At it again. But, eh? No, I didn't know,
3: boss. What do you mean you didn't know? We talked about it only yesterday. Yeah, but,
4: uh, but I thought you said that Rockabye, Junior, on the treat... Oh, what a revolting development this is.
2: In just a moment, Riley will return. Meanwhile, before you go to bed tonight, tie a blue ribbon around your finger just to remind you to ask your dealer first thing tomorrow morning for that new Pabst Blue Ribbon Handy 6 carton with a special easy-to-carry handle. It's a perfect package for weekend parties and football broadcasts. For it contains six regular sized cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why.
3: Mr. Stevenson didn't fire you. Of all the feather-brained... All right,
4: all right, that's enough. You talk as if the whole mistake was my fault. Well, if it wasn't yours, who was it? It was the guy who started the rumor. When I find out who that was, I... I can't figure out how it started.
3: Well, I figured it out. The diaper man got it from Rebecca. Rebecca got it from Jessica. She got it from Ethel. And Ethel got it from Mrs. Simpson.
4: And what idiot did she get it from? You... (laughs)
0: <laughs>
4: well, that's ridiculous It must have been some other idiot <laughs> The
0: only
3: time
4: I saw Mrs. Simpson in months Was when I met her outside the Red Cross life-saving class oh, And we just Oh, that said...
3: wasn't a life-saving class That was a class on the care of the infant
4: Huh? <laughs> but that's impossible I told how Oh Oh, no wonder they left Oh, <laughs> They must have thought I'm pretty stupid. (laughs) And you know, Peg, they're right. Of all the dumb things, honestly, Peg, sometimes I wonder what you ever saw in me. No brains, no money, no future. It was your
5: good looks.
4: Yeah, I knew it must have been something. (laughs) So, that's how it happened, Mr. Stevenson. Well,
6: Riley, I'll accept your explanation, preposterous as it sounds. How anyone could be so utterly obtuse, so completely unobserving, so downright... Uh, it's a
4: special talent, us. I've been developing it for years.
6: Yes, I've noticed. Well, I- now
4: that everything is hunky-dory between us, how about you and me stopping in this little tavern here for some liquid refreshment? A, a glass of Pab's Blue Ribbon. Huh? Did I hear you say Pab's Blue Ribbon? Well, it's my favorite beer. Yeah? Well, it's mine, too. Nothing but the best for Chester A. Riley.
6: Hmm. I take back what I said, Riley. In some things, you display remarkably good judgment. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's living the life of Riley When for Pat's Blue Ribbon you call Finest
2: beer served anywhere There's nothing like it at all Oh, north or south or east or west When Pat's Blue Ribbon you drink You're in the beer you know is best So let the glasses think.
0: You're living the life of Riley. When for Paps Blue Ribbon you call, when for Paps Blue Ribbon you
2: call. Paps Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight's script is by Reuben Schip and Alan Lipscott, direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown, Jr. is Alan Reed, Jr., and Mr. Stevenson, Alan Reed, Sr. Consult your local paper for the correct time for The Life of Riley show on television, over NBC every week. Produced by Irving Brecker, by arrangement with Universal International Pictures. Now releasing Free for All, starring Robert Cummings and Ann Blythe. Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon Dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaking. Next, it's the Jimmy Durante Show on NBC.